Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Three. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Uh, severe sprain uh, will not participate uh, in anything that we do today. Possibility of him going on an underwater treadmill to walk. So, uh, not a not a glowing report. It wasn't. It wasn't something that he just woke up the next day and, and felt fine. Still got some more days before we play, but um, unable to, you know, to shoot around or anything today. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm gonna say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It has been a fun-filled show thus far. as a lot of things been going on, especially with our conversations about Transfer Portal and NIL. Always gets the people hyped up and getting a lot of opinions. But uh, we're going to have Dudley Dawson joining us here in just a little bit talk a lot more about it uh, before we do though real quick uh, let's go to andy who's in mom mel he's been patiently holding what's up andy hey guys thanks for taking my call i appreciate it um just a real quick question i'll hang up and listen uh arkansas has been notorious about being very conservative about who they're hiring for head coach and you know other positions such as that do you think that's going to translate into the nil portal portal and how much money we offer to potential candidates i'll hang up and listen thanks guys all right. Appreciate it, Andy. Yeah, one shouldn't have an effect on the other. Uh, you have to have players to be able to win. Coaches are putting those players in position to win, but you have to have the players first. Yeah, and I think with uh, certain coaches, you know, I think they'll be under. They understand it and they embrace it with the NIL, and I know they'll they'll be able to you know, go along with it and try to make the best situation that they can possible. And you know, everyone's involved and everyone's learning this as it goes on. But yeah, I think that uh, it's just. Depends on if this if it gets to the point to where the schools are actually paying the student athletes. We'll have to wait and see, but uh, still a lot of a lot of changes that's probably going to be had for NIL. But we know with uh, the transfer portal being hot on fire right now for football, still got some basketball going on for the Razorbacks. Let's go ahead and talk more about it as we welcome in Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net, friend of the show, and Dudley as always. Appreciate you joining us, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Glad to be here. Let me start out by saying I've been around for almost 40 years now, and I would not say that Arkansas's hiring practices for football coach have been conservative. I mean, uh, Lou Holtz, Danny Ford, Houston Nutt, uh, Brett Bielema, uh, Bobby Petrino. I, I, you know, I, I just can't stick with conservative. Now, <laughs> if you're talking about lack of money, well, Arkansas has, has been pretty normal in that. They've never gone out and thrown just a ton of money at people. Uh, but they've thrown enough to to get people to come in here who want to be here. But yeah, I just uh, just want to start off on that. Hmm. I think that's what he was meaning by conservative, Dudley. Gotcha. Not really spending the money. Yeah. Gotcha. And that's just, I mean, that's you know, Arkansas has uh, traditionally not had a lot of money to spend. And when they did have a lot of money to spend, they didn't put it under the table like a lot of <laughs> other schools did. Yeah. No. Not at all. Not at all. And that's uh, kind of thing. Because if I'm not mistaken, Dudley. I think most of the coaches, I know Sam Pittman may be the exception, at least where he's at, but it seems like every single time that most of the coaches in the major sports are always some of the you know, higher-paid coaches in the SEC at Arkansas, like you know, at least in the top half when it comes down to it. Yeah, and they've done a real good job. If you have a continued uh, uh, you know, body of work that's a lot of success, they'll continue to, to upgrade you and give you raises and incentives and all that. Uh, you know, they've gotten into a couple of times here where they've made bad hires in different sports and had to pay for that. Uh, that's, uh, you know, probably one of the things that went in the decision to keep things as they were in, in terms of the head coaching role here this time. The, you know, it, it, 
and, and I think, you know, you and I have talked about this. It's just either going to go spectacularly great or spectacularly bad, Bobby Petrino back. I don't think there's going to be anything in the middle. It's either going to be a redemption season or, or you know, there will be a lot of U-Hauls here uh, following next season. There's even been instances where coaches, they, they wanted to make sure their staff was going to get taken care of and, and get the staff more money. So that's something that could be a factor in the head coach not making – top dollar but wanting to look out for the staff and some of the the coaches that they're going to be able to bring in because you can only be as good of as a head coach as the staff that you have that's working with you yeah that's true and then i do think this is now 13 different assistant coaches that have come in here and either been let go or moved on to different situations so they've had plenty of turnover in the staff uh, i do think they have a great group of uh, defensive coaches right now I think that the the younger guys that came in last year uh, with their backgrounds really had these had the defenders excited. Uh, you know, I think the biggest thing that's happened here uh, this week has been Landon Jackson just deciding he's coming back. That's a guy who has a possibility to be a top uh, first round or second round draft pick next year. Uh, probably would have been third or fourth this year, but I do think that uh, it's a uh, you know I get a lot of people. Uh, you know, loved Coach Pittman when he was a good old boy making three million. Then all of a sudden, he hires Jimmy Sexton, and he's getting six million, which is what we all do. Uh, I mean, I would, you know, I've tried to give raises the rest, you know, all of my life, and you know, I always uh, clarify that my son Brooks used to work with the Creative Artists Agency and Jimmy Sexton, so you know, I, I like to get that out there. Uh, but he does; he's good at what he does. You don't have to pay. Uh, you don't have to, you, to, you know. Uh, up into six million, but that's what you decided to do because of the program was trending upward until this year. Well, Dudley, you mentioned uh, Landon Jackson, and that was at least a surprise to me. I thought that he would be a guy that would go and get you know go to the NFL, and uh, it was nice to see at least it, he do it pretty early, just do it on social media. You know, no pomp and circumstance, just say he's coming back. Uh, were you surprised by that, and why do you think he's coming back for another year? A little bit. He's a little different character. Uh, you know, I think that. Uh, uh, he's very comfortable in his own skin is the term I'll use that he knows that the money is going to be there the next year and just like as I said these guys are get very easily can find out what uh, teams are thinking about them and if you've got the opportunity to be a third hmm. well we may have lost Dudley Dawson we have to reconnect with him see if we can get that uh, but yeah, if Dudley Dawson was a little bit surprised by it, a guy who covers it, then uh, that's definitely the surprising thing about it is just, uh, you know, knowing Dudley and knowing uh, that he's been in the know for so long. Like, yeah, I mean, having Lane and Jackson being surprised by that is pretty, pretty wild thing. So, yeah, we lost you for a second, Dudley. I think we got you back. But uh, just, uh, yeah, you were t- telling us about uh, Landon Jackson and his okay, return. Yeah, yeah the, another call was – yeah, and I was just saying that, you you know, he could have been a third or fourth round draft pick. Uh, coming back and being a first round pick is, you know, generational money, uh, uh, you know, that you can, you know, you can build or, you know, the rest of your future around. So so that is, I think, the main driving point. But I also think he believes in the coaching staff, believes in the, the players and wants to finish out what he started, which is not an, a philosophy that a lot of people have these days in NIL and Portal. Uh, he's always been a stand-up uh, young man. He seems like he's been that tall since he was in the eighth grade when we first started seeing him come to football camps and stuff here. He's also got a, a younger brother that, uh, uh, you know, I think he, he tries to set the way for. And, uh, you know, I just, he just, he's just a good kid. So a little bit surprised, not shocked, though. What have you seen from Landon Jackson on the field, and, and what are some of the things he can do to continue to get better to increase that draft stock? Well, I think one of the highlights, obviously, was how he played against an Alabama offensive line when he got three sacks. Uh, and, you know, that, that was pretty, really flashed. But what, you know, wasn't, I think, focused on the rest of the time, he was taking up a lot of attention, double teams, uh, you know, offensive coordinators' uh, attention, and that allowed several of these other guys to make uh, really good plays. Sometimes it's not about the defensive lineman. It's not about you actually making the tackle, but you might have made the play because you took up the attention. And I think that was a big thing that that Mel Kiper and these other guys who are rating him as one of the top defensive linemen in the country, especially uh, in next year's draft, uh, you know, focus on. It's it's you know a lot of people can flash and Micah Parsons and, and all these guys when they get out there at defensive end, 
But he's a he's a combo guy that can play both spots, and I think that his versatility is something that uh, you know makes the NFL teams uh, you know really drool over. So Dudley, uh, speaking to Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net here on Out of Bounds, Dudley, I'm sure a question you've been asked a ton, and we've been asked a ton, and I don't know if anybody has a set answer until it gets announced, but KJ Jefferson. Uh, it was originally reported there for a little bit that he entered into the portal. Then he said he wasn't into the portal, and it's kind of just up in the air right now. Like, what, what do you make of the situation he's in, and do you believe he'll stay, or do you believe he'll enter into the transfer portal eventually? I am absolutely certain that there will be a KJ in the quarterback room next year. Now, whether it's KJ Jefferson or KJ <laughs> Jackson, the freshman coming in, or both of them is still left to be seen. I would have thought he would announce his intention by now. The fact that uh, they brought Coach Petrino in probably has given him a little pause, uh, and you know he's trying to figure things out. Also, I mean, their quarterbacks jumping off a cliff into the portal right now from teams that. Uh, you never would have figured, but this is where the NIL is playing into it. Better contracts are being offered at other schools. Uh, he seems to be sitting back, taking his time, and uh, you know, I, I, the more he waits, the more I think he's coming back. But I never thought uh, when uh, they walked off the field there at the Missouri that he would be coming back uh, because of how things had gone this year. But also, I, I thought hell would freeze over before Bobby Petrino came back. And, and uh, you know, that's happened, and uh, it's going to be interesting. Well, as far as KJ taking his time, what's a key date that we can look at to when he possibly would make a decision? Because with, you know, as you mentioned, with some, some, so many quarterbacks being in the portal and so much movement, he's going to have to make a decision one way or another here pretty soon. They're taking care of finals right now. The uh, and so uh, if you're not going to be part of the program, we think you would you know would head on home or, or or go visit other places. The one thing about it, man, they can do so many things these days uh, without uh, a kid actually showing up on campus. Uh, obviously, he's from Mississippi. I wouldn't be surprised if Mississippi State hadn't reached out. Uh, John, I know you. You had retweeted uh, Lane Kiffin's uh, hmm, yeah. bouncing around to different SEC places. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you know if if they had a talk there. Even though Ole Miss has a ton of quarterbacks, you know, look like coming back. He will find if he wants to go, he'll find a place, and there'll there'll be somebody you know happy to get him. Uh, selfishly, I like the kid. I think he, you know, did some things these last couple of years that did, you know, are valid criticisms. But I also also think last time I checked, he's all-time uh, quarterback, uh, you know, passing guy here. And uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's hard for me to find a way that Arkansas would be better with without him at quarterback next year. And uh, that's without knowing who they might bring in here. I do think if he goes out, somebody will definitely be brought in here. While I like the quarterbacks that are going to be on campus, it's coaching malpractice if you don't try to over-recruit them. So, Dudley, uh, we mentioned the, the Bobby Petrino thing, which I was kind of with you. I never thought it would dream in a million years it happened. But, man, you talk about turning the entire mood of Razorback fans on a dime where they were down and now all of a sudden they can't wait for season to start. But just what you've seen, maybe whether it's recruiting or in the transfer portal, what kind of impact has Bobby Petrino returning had on getting players, whether it's the portal or high school recruiting or whatever, maybe? Well, he certainly got uh, quarterbacks interested. I know he went and visited uh, Chandler Rogers, the quarterback from uh, Louisiana. Uh, I mean, excuse me, the quarterback from North Texas who uh, had 33 touchdown passes. He's getting out there. I mean, again, you had three former or current Razorback quarterbacks at uh, Saturday at War Memorial Stadium in Houston Nutt. Bobby Petrino and Sam Pittman. I don't know that that's ever been done before, uh, you know, which is kind of interesting. I, I do think that he has, uh, you know, I'll, and I'm just going to say it out loud. I've said it on other, in other forums and stuff, but I was not a big fan of Bobby Petrino's personally when he was here, uh, and I'm not going to be disingenuous and act like I was. I do think he's a he's a, a great offensive mind. He always has been, and I would always say that too. But I I've been around him a little bit now, and. And I may be wrong. You know, I've, I've misjudged Carrick before. I may be wrong, but I think he's truly humbled and knows that this is his last chance to make things right. And I never I never saw his eyes well up before like they did in this press conference here, and he's not that good an actor. What's the latest in high school recruiting? And Coach Pittman, Coach Petrino making their, their way around the state and trying to reach out to these guys once again. 
Well, they're they're basically re-recruiting every every which one. They they ran down to Courtney Crutchfield, obviously the outstanding wide receiver from Pine Bluff. Uh, they're going to have to fend off a lot of people. Uh, but I think the fact that Coach Petrino's here, uh, you know, maybe puts them back in the driver's seat when some thought maybe Missouri was going to land him. Uh, Charleston Collins is the young, uh, his cousin that, uh, you know, is a, is a big defensive player here in the state that, uh, you know, they've made sure and let, let him know. And it, that uh, they always said they wanted to go to college together. Charleston seems to be standing pat, but they've made sure to get all around to different places and make sure that uh, I'm going. I'm just going to say it out loud here. They've had to undo some of the damage done by Dan Enos. Well, and also too, Dudley. Uh, speaking of you know coaching changes and hires, we know Petrino has been a big one. But I'm curious to your take on uh, the new offensive line coach Eric Mateos, who of course has had connections here at Arkansas before, came from Baylor, uh, knows Sam Pittman very well. Uh, he's now the new O-line coach, but not only do, what do you make of him, but do you think that that's the only other coaching change that's going to be happening on the offensive staff especially, or could you see maybe uh, another change in another position? Well, you know, I don't know anything for sure. Kenny Guyton, you would think, would probably weigh options, would probably have some you know, uh, options if he wants to go someplace else after not getting the offensive coordinator job here. I know they really wanted that. You know, it's oftentimes if you don't, you know, if you don't get promoted to sports editor and they bring somebody in new, you really wonder if this is the place for you. So that could be a place there. But I think everybody else they feel very comfortable with. I mean, they've got a great tight end coach uh, who's already got two guys out of the, the portal. Uh, you know, they they have the defensive staff that they're really high on. The offensive line coach. Now, I don't think he's a bad coach. Uh, you know, I think he was able to to you know. Uh, things were able to work out where he's going to be at Mississippi State, and everybody everybody appears happy. You know, uh, Eric is Eric Matos is uh, you know a, a good dude. I remember him from being around here the last time. He's been at BYU and Baylor since then. Uh, you know, I I tell you what, here's what I tell you, John. I, I think that if they get some offensive line men in the portal that they really want, then he's going to be a much better coach than if they stick with the ones that are here. For the uh, NFL and NFC coming up, it's a big game this weekend with the Eagles and the Cowboys. (laughs) Really? Yeah, and the 49ers, they look like maybe the best team. They don't have the best record, but the Eagles do. 49ers beat both the Cowboys and the Eagles. But with a Cowboys win, they can tighten this race all together. So what are you thinking with Eagles and Cowboys coming up? I just hope that we can, uh, you know, play with them and, and stay on the field with them. They're such an outstanding organization and a great football team. Have been the beast of the East the, the last few years. I'm just, again, I'm just hoping that the Cowboys, who, you know, have showed some improvement uh, maybe since the last game they played them, uh, you know, can stay out there on the field with them. Our, our quarterback, I think, is really coming around. He's growing, and and uh, you know, C.D. Lamb appears to be a pretty good wide receiver. So, so I have some hope. Yeah, I like how you uh, put that little spin on that uh, one, Dudley. But uh, you got to admit, though, it's been it's been a pretty entertaining thing for that for the Cowboys. I know with uh, Mike McCarthy, apparently he's got a little bit of a uh, uh, appendicitis, I guess is what it was. So that's going to be well, interesting some, to see. Some of, some of us might argue that that uh, maybe he should let somebody else make the third and fourth down decisions. Uh, you know, but he has his the, the offense plays that he's been calling. They've done a great job this year. You know, I think they're number one in offense and in. Uh, the uh, the NFL and I think that's interesting you know especially when Miami is is out there as well but uh, you can't argue with that so uh, you know I I don't go in rooting for coaches to be fired I root for them to be successful uh, and I hope he continues to be successful down the line tough schedule uh, but this is a must win for them this weekend like I said I just hope they can stay on the field with them because uh, I'm told that Philadelphia is the greatest team ever since San Francisco. Well, it's funny that you mentioned letting others make decisions. Dan Quinn, within the past couple of seasons, he's uh, taken the reins and done a really good job whenever he was the head coach for a game or so. Yes, yes, he has, and I'm surprised that we've been able to keep him. Uh, you know, I, we'll see at the end of this offseason because there's going to be several spots open. Uh, he's going to get a shot again to, to be a head coach, and and I hope the – you know, I hope that uh, we can keep hold hold him on to him as long as we can because he certainly galvanized that defense. 
Well, Dudley, I just got about a couple minutes with you before we let you go, but I did want to ask you a little bit about Razorback basketball, not only having a huge win against Duke and uh, the excitement that is that, but then they got another tough test against Oklahoma. And doesn't look like it will be with Trevin Brazil. Just kind of what do you make of this going into this game and also uh, the significance and impact of not having Trevin Brazil, at least for this game, maybe possibly longer? Yeah, you hate to see that. Obviously, Tremont back, Matt came came back, and he's uh, you know he I'm sure that he'll be better this game than he was the last one. Obviously, the previous one he scored 34, but uh, Trevon Brazil is such a matchup problem. You really wish he could be out there. It's a chance for an uh, you know a quad one win. Uh, it would be really big if they could get it happening. But it sure sounds uh, you can usually tell how Coach Musselman's feeling how he's answering questions with the look on his face and when he was talking about uh, Brazil yesterday that, you know, just kind of indicated to me that he did think he's going to be ready. And uh, also uh, just the uh, Oklahoma game itself. What do you make of this game being in Tulsa? I know they're going to be SEC opponents next year, but just kind of a fascinating non-conference game at this point in time and one that Arkansas did not have as much success in the first one but did at least last year. Yeah, you know, I, I guess this will probably be the end of it because you'll go home and home when, uh, uh, I mean, this is not the no Red River shootout in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, you know, it's been good for both teams, but uh, now that they're going to be in the same conference, I assume you'll get back to home home. Uh, but I, I love the series. I love the fact they're playing Oklahoma State in football mm-hmm. next year. I love the fact that instead of going to the Big 12, that the Big 12 has come to the SEC. Yeah, yeah that makes it a little bit easier for all of us, and there's no doubt. But Dudley, as always, man, we appreciate you joining us. Great stuff. Enjoy the weekend. You going to be making the trip over to Tulsa, or are you going to be staying in? Yep, got us some stuff to handle around here involving uh, football and all that. So uh, all right. Kevin McPherson, our, our dude, will be taking care of that. And I will be writing a story off of it on Saturday afternoon. So. All right, sounds good. So, yeah, be able to check it out at hogville.net and follow me on Twitter at DED Sports. And Dudley, as always, man, appreciate it. Have a great weekend, all right? All right, go boys. All right, there you have it. Dudley Dawson joining us here on Out of Bounds. We're going to take a break and come back with more Out of Bounds, as well as more of your phone calls and text messages at 501-661-1037. Stay with us. Christmas Karaoke is back once again with all your favorite buzz personalities along with some local celebrities and of course most importantly you our listeners and it all happens Thursday night December 7th at the Busker admission is $10 with proceeds going to youth home we'll see you December 7th for Christmas Karaoke only at the Busker This is Sports Center. The Razorbacks got a bit of good news yesterday as defensive lineman Landon Jackson announced he will return to Fayetteville for his senior season. He had a breakout junior season recording 44 tackles, 6.5 sacks, and 13.5 tackles for loss, which was third in the SEC. And Coach Eric Musselman met with the media yesterday and he talked about the upcoming matchup with Oklahoma. I knew they were going to be good. I, I thought their transfers they got were, were really good players and I thought their returners we're, we're really good players, and I know he's a, he's an, an awesome coach. So, yeah, that's a recipe to have a good team. Obviously, an undefeated team and a ranked team, it's a uh, it's a game that you got to bring your A game to, to compete with Oklahoma. Tip for that game is set for three on Saturday. Coverage will be on The Buzz. I'm Christian Weaver with The Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley, and I'll be on Morning Mayhem Weekly thanks to Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Alcoa is now serving residents in Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties, and recently opened up a new branch in Sheridan. Apply for your next loan at alcoacommunityfcu.org. The season of giving is here. Luckily, Santa has a new tool this year. From John Deere Apparel, toys, tools, and more. GoGreenway.com has something green for everyone under the tree. No sled needed. Our elves will ship these gifts directly to your door. Cross off your Christmas list today at GoGreenway.com. Greenway Equipment wishes you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Blast into a new year with The Rocketman Show, a tribute to Elton John at Oakland's Event Center on January 1st, 2024. The Rocketman Show with Russ Anderson features a night of Elton's greatest hits, incredible costumes, and fierce piano playing on January 1st at Oakland's Event Center. Tickets for The Rocketman Show are available at oakland.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. 
When it comes to bikes, here's what you want. Reliable, fast, and tough as nails. That's what you get at OCC. And after a crash, that's what you get at Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Paul Senior knows us. We're the Arkansas law firm motorcyclists have counted on for years. We work fast to get you the best results. And we're tough where it counts. Fighting for you. Reliable, fast, tough as nails. These are the guys I'd call anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorneys like Rainwater and Bob at Arts Marine, we just called in our latest flock of hunting boats. Look at these ambush boats by Legendcraft. The perfect style and function for years of successful hunts. How about letting us customize a well-built boat for particular needs? Bury any of our boats with a Tatsu outboard. All the boats at Arts Marine are rugged, and our selection and prices are unmatched in Central Arkansas. We also offer full service on ATVs. So, before you hit the deer woods, come let our certified technicians make sure you don't have any breakdowns this fall. Get in now before these deals fly away. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Some people are born for more. More fun. More freedom. More excitement. Some people are born and see the future before it's here. They see the GB70 for its best-in-class and top rating by Edmonds. They see the G90, Motor Trends Car of the Year. What were you born for? The all-new Genesis of Conway. The future of luxury today. Registration is now open for the 2023 Dodgeball Santa Dodgeball Tournament, December 10th on Main Street in downtown Little Rock. Get your team together and get ready to compete for the giant wrench. Go to dodgeballsanta.com for more information. Make your tailgate the party of the parking lot by getting the best meats in all of Arkansas at Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Long count by Jefferson. Gives it right side green. Angles right. Got a hole across midfield. A.J. at the 40 down the sidelines at the 30. He's got a chance to go. He's going to get into the end zone. Touchdown, Arkansas. 55 yards for A.J. Green. They had a chance to trip him upside the 10 or trip him up just inside the 10. They couldn't do it. And Green is into the end zone for his first touchdown of the season. On 103.7 The Buzz. It's a great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour 2 to 7, later happy hour 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online curbside or to go, courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Great drink specials during happy hour. Apps for $2, 4 and $6.00. Twin Peaks has plenty of seating inside and out, wall-to-wall TVs to see all the sports action. And if you want to sit outside, it's getting to that time of the year where you can be out by the fire pit. So always a great place to be to watch some great sports going on. Tonight is Thursday Night Football, Patriots and Steelers. Also, NBA in-season tournament, and that starts early at 4 o'clock. So when you get off work, and especially if you get off work early, you want to go enjoy happy hour at Twin Peaks. Pacers Bucks at 4 p.m. today, and it's going to be followed by Pelicans and Lakers at 8 o'clock. So, Twin Peaks is the best place to watch all the sports action. It's Twin Peaks, each drink, scenic views. And the radio it is out of bounds here on a Trash Talk Thursday. Appreciate Dudley Dawson joining us in the previous segment. And uh, we've actually had a lot of uh, people on our uh, Gangster Museum of America and Hattery fan feedback. Uh, when we were talking about uh, NIL and paying players and, and everything. And uh, a few people, for instance, uh, Lee says, could you imagine what it would be like if Jimmy Sexton was representing all the college players? Now that would really be the end. says, what is your guys' top four high school teams overall in football, a playoff scenario, and who would be your champion in that? Hmm. Well, take take the champions, uh, Parkview, Fayetteville, and... Um as far as the other two would have to really think about that, but think overall the best high school football team is Parkview. Parkview's really good, but uh, of course I'm going to be biased because I'm a Fayetteville High School alum, so I'd probably go Fayetteville. Just a shout out to Casey Dick, Coach Dick, over there. But uh, yeah, that's it, it's good because that's a lot of high quality play, uh, teams that are here in the state from all different classifications. Greenwood would yes. be another one. Yes, always been good. Greenwood has, and because uh, it was. Was it Parkview? Who did they play in the title game? Who was it that they beat? Was it Shiloh? It was Shiloh. Okay, yes. yeah. I always forget that Shiloh, because, you know, when I was up in Northwest Arkansas, Shiloh was like a 3A school, and then they changed things, and 
they were so dominant, and then once they got elevated into classifications, changed. So I always have to forget that. But yeah, uh, a lot of good teams, though. A lot of good teams, a lot of good players here in the state of Arkansas in high school football, and uh, very entertaining games, to say the least. That Benville Fayetteville game was really entertaining there, and I uh, got to got to see that one. So, uh, but a good question though. It'd be a great playoff, and, and, and maybe to see. maybe if you wanted to throw, and, and this is kind of going off college football playoff, and throw a team in there that didn't necessarily win the championship game. Mm-hmm. Maybe you throw Bentonville in with that four. Yeah, yeah. Because again, that's sometimes you get uh, those high quality teams that are in those certain divisions or certain uh, classifications that, uh, even if they didn't win the title, they may be better than you know, if they're not number one. Maybe they are number four, you know, overall in the state uh, just because they didn't win. So if you're trying to get the best teams in, you know, is what they say, uh, that could be the the case. Uh, also, this comes from uh, Arliss Ho- uh, Go Hogs. Says, what if college receiving a transfer had to pay the college, uh, pay the college the athlete was transferring from, might make colleges limit the amount of transfers on their own. Well, that's what we were talking about with yeah. possible buyouts. Yeah, which you know could end up happening, but uh, at least not happening right now. And then Glenn also says, John, you guys hearing anything about the early returns of the NIL from Arkansas Edge? Is it a success? Is it a flop? Thanks. You know, it's so brand new because when they announced it a week ago, a little over a week ago, uh, they had a goal of getting 5,000 members to sign up. And from what I understand is they, last time I checked, and this was over the weekend, they had gotten over 3,000. So, uh, I mean, that's that seems to be pretty good considering other type of collectives and things like that where it's at other schools. Like Auburn, they only had about 2,200 and what they're doing that's similar, Tennessee, kind of the same thing. So from that perspective, it looks pretty good. But, I mean, again, what, when are we going to know? How are we going to know numbers? How are we going to know if it, how well it's going or how not well it's going? Maybe if you start to see a lot of big-time players coming out of the portal, that's be a good, the only way. that would be a good indication, be a good start for it uh, to be understood there. So uh, also from the Sun Structural Solutions text line, 501 says, uh, Greenwood beat Little Rock Christian. So, in their state championship game. Because, yeah, I remember Little Rock Christian that was in there, too. And 501 says if K.J. Jefferson comes back under Bobby Trino, he will be the best quarterback Arkansas has ever seen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> That's a lot of faith. I mean, I don't know about all that. And I like K.J., but I don't know about all that. Because it's like, because what, I mean, Joe, what is it that quarterbacks have to have more so than anything, especially in college? On offensive line, good wide receivers. And, you know, you're going to have to upgrade that offensive line because it doesn't matter who Petrino's coaching or who K.J.'s got or whatever. If you can't block for him, it ain't going to matter. The thing that Coach Petrino can help out with, though, is is calling plays that are designed to get the ball out of the quarterback's hands quickly, and that would help with the offensive line. But, yeah, you got to have players. Mm-hmm. I'm just hoping, and it's tough to do, but I'm just hoping people temper their expectations a little bit where – not everyone just says, oh, baby, it's going to be 2011 all over again. 2010, 2011 all over again. You know, whoever our quarterback is, they're going to throw for 3,300 yards, and we're going to have a running back that's running for over 1,300 yards. It's going to be great. I mean, yeah, we'd all take that and sign up for it, but uh, just until we see what this team looks like and this roster looks like, it's really hard to, to say that with confidence. But also from Tiffany, she says, KJ is going to embarrass all of you next year when he puts up 400 yards and five touchdowns against us. Hawk fans should be hyping him up to come back and play for us. Y'all all love him until one bad year happens. We should be worried about the offensive line looking around like they don't even know what football is when the ball is snapped. Uh, well, I mean, I think that there's some truth to that, Tiffany. I do believe that you know KJ gets to the point to where you know he was criticized at times, whether it's fairly or unfairly. But I think most people understand that the offensive line was the biggest issue offensively. I would hope so. I would hope that that's the case. But, uh, yeah, I don't think that that's, uh, you know, a KJ problem. It's more so of it doesn't matter if you had Lamar Jackson back there. Like, if you can't block for him, it doesn't matter. So they got to get that fixed. Coach Petrino has made quarterbacks better, though. No matter who the quarterbacks were that he was working with, he's always made the quarterback. Uh, he runs a quarterback-friendly system. I was always curious too. How how tall is Lamar Jackson? Six three. He's six three. Okay, so that's what I thought. Because if, if one thing, not saying it's the only way it can happen, but that was one thing I always felt like with Petrino too. He always had tall quarterbacks, like say tall six three and above. Whether it was Lamar Jackson, like Tyler Wilson, Ryan Mallett, um, Brian Brome, I believe at Louisville, he was a, he was a bigger quarterback. So 
I'm not saying that that's the only type of quarterback he can go with, but I know that there's certainly got to be a correlation there where he may like the the bigger bigger sized quarterbacks to to have coached and everything. Yeah, because people forget how great Lamar Jackson was in that year in college. I uh, forgot to how they finished as a team. I think they went nine and three or something like that, maybe ten and two. But uh, well, the fact that Lamar Jackson he uh, referenced Bobby Petrino in in a press conference one time where they were asking him about you know changing systems and using the wristband, and he said, "Look, I played for Bobby Petrino in college, so that was a a, a complex system, and you're asked to do a lot of things." So. He's like, it's, it's not as if he hasn't done things like this before. Yeah. Well, because Lamar Jackson, uh, was he, well, how high was he drafted when he, when he was coming out of the end of college? He was towards the end of the first round. The Ravens traded yeah. back into the first round to get him. Yeah. Because I remember there was always the, the questions about him and, uh, you know, his, his, his quarterback ability. Some people would bring him always, because some people were saying, oh, he should play a different position or whatever. And uh, there's even, because I, I remember there was, talk about well you know Petrino quarterbacks they're good college quarterbacks but they don't always translate to the NFL there there was something to that so yeah. that's even more of a credit to him yeah so that was what because uh, if you think about it uh, you know when Louisville had Brian Brown which I think was their best quarterback that uh, was there in Petrino you know that didn't translate uh, I know Tyler uh, would play in the NFL for a little bit uh, didn't have a long-standing career there but then Brian Mallett played quite a few years and went from being with the Patriots was also with the Texans and then the Ravens and so kind of Lamar Jackson broke that mold for the Petrino quarterbacks of not only going into the NFL uh, and being a highly successful quarterback winning the Heisman going into the NFL but being an MVP in the NFL and a perennial starter in the NFL on a good team like the Baltimore Ravens one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league also he was drafted number 32 so the last wow. pick of the first round yeah that's that's incredible and it'll be a story that so many i'd like to know all the quarterbacks that got drafted before him not but to say that they were bad it's, but it it has a lot to do with the ravens and kind of their philosophy with the draft they did the exact same thing with joe flacco traded back into the first round and, and picked him up mm-hmm. yeah yeah joe flacco always the question of joe flacco elite uh, but that was what was I think was crazy too, because you know Ravens for at least the most part of my lifetime they've always been a good franchise. It's been highly competitive and successful. Of course, won some Super Bowls, but it always felt like oh, well, it was the defense that always did it, or their rushing attack. They never had the the high end quarterback. You know, it was Trent Dilfer or Joe Flacco or anything. And so when Lamar Jackson went in there and then started being the guy. Uh, it, it's really what shows that hey, sometimes it's just as you said, like a culture, a system, a, a fit that makes it all work. Where you know they found success with defense and with the running a game and everything, but they also can find success with having a high quality quarterback that can help them out there too. So, yeah, it's I, always going to be good whenever you can get talent. If you get talented players, it's going to make the team better. It's always going to make the coaches look better. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big Lamar Jackson fan and. Uh, just good to see him uh, continuing to have success uh, with the Baltimore Ravens there, too. Uh, also, I know we're about to be up against commercial break, but I uh, wanted to throw in uh, another uh, thing for the uh, one of the headlines that we had in What's Training in the World of Sports. Uh, and Because I, I wanted to bring it up because I always forget how to pronounce it, but uh, it's tr- the running back for Florida, Trevor... ETN. ETN. Thank yeah. you. I, you know, most, uh, and it's one of those names where, depending on the family, like we talked about, yeah. it can be Etienne or ETN. And uh, from everything we've heard, they prefer it as ETN. Yeah, because I keep wanting to say Etienne, but ETN, he's another big uh, time name that was entered into the transfer portal there, too. So, uh, surprising, at least a lot of those Florida Gator fans. But, uh, yeah, it just continues to be crazy in what's happened. Also, Bryce Stevens, Razorback wide receiver also is officially into the transfer portal. So each and every day, more and more names getting thrown in there. But we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get to your Razor Aug update presented by True Service. I have some audio to play for you for Arkansas Razorback basketball, and especially with Eric Musselman getting ready for this Oklahoma game. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned on Out of Bounds. Listen for Champs and Chumps Fridays during the Zone. Brought to you by Rowdy Hog Pickleball, the only dedicated pickleball store in the state. Located in the outlets of Little Rock next to H&M, Rowdy Hog Pickleball, your one-stop shop to pickleball success. 
home, baby. Arkansas, the wait is over. Brewski's North is officially open in Lakewood Village. Doors open at 11 a.m. with all your favorite pub grub and happy hour drink specials. Come get your grub on with the all-new Smash Burger lineup. The best wings in the city with 11 different sauces. Or try the new additions to the menu like the spicy Asian chicken salad. Live music starts your weekend on Thursdays with karaoke Friday and Saturday. Brewski's North now open in Lakewood Village. Brewski's, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Everybody, it's John Neighbors. Listen every day to Out of Bounds to hear what Joe and I have to say about what's trending on social media and whether listeners agree or disagree. Engaging conversations about engaging topics. Sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansans with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Find them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA. That's 833-886-5282. Call today. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 659 8080. That's 1 800 659 8080. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 659 8080. That's 1 800 659 8080. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Looking for easy holiday gifts for the adults on your shopping list? You're in luck, and so are they. The Arkansas Scholarship Lottery is a winner wonderland. Scratch-off tickets make great gifts and start at only a buck, and players win more than a million dollars every day. Share the gift of winning with everyone on your list. Give scratch-offs. They're easy fun with a chance of easy money. Join the winner wonderland. Gift, scratch, and win today. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. Honey, can you swing by the post office and grab some stamps? Done. And drop off these packages? Sure thing, honey. Oh, and get the tracking info. Got it. But you haven't moved. I know. How great is that? This holiday season, the Postal Service is closer than ever with convenient ship-from-home services like label printing, free package pickup, and delivery notifications. You can send more holiday joy from the comfort of home. The United States Postal Service, delivering for America. Ship from home at usps.com slash holiday joy. This year, Staples wants everyone to have a happy holiday. That's right, holla deal. Staples holla deals are amazing savings on hot holiday tech. Great prices on laptops, game systems, earbuds, and more. And now at Staples, you can save up to $350 on select PCs. During Staples holla deals, it's not about the fa-la-la. It's about saving moolala. Save up to $350 on select PCs today at Staples. Ends 1223 in-store only. See associate for details. Cord TV's Chanley Painter checks in with Morning Mayhem courtesy of the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery of Hot Springs. The former Miss Arkansas will fill us in on the latest high-profile cases. Don't miss Chanley Painter with Morning Mayhem on 103.7 The Buzz. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. How does Sam Pittman celebrate being bowl eligible? Well, I believe I'm going to have me old cold beer. <laughs> that's kind of what I like to do, you know. Do so. you need any company? Anybody want to come, but bring some, you know what I mean? Be wild, be baby. On 103.7 The Buzz. <laughs>
Out of bounds, folks, and I'm going to tell you about Guatney Chevrolet because this holiday season they got great deals on some of their best vehicles, and they got plenty of inventory on them as well. I know you've been driving around in your vehicle, and you're probably like, man, I know when the cold weather hits, it's going to be not as fun in this vehicle. Maybe it's already getting cold, and you don't have those remote start fancy vehicles that like Guatney Chevrolet has to get your car nice and warm before you even walk out and get in it or maybe you just don't have a vehicle that's set up for the type of climate that could be happening snow ice things like that well guani chevrolet is going to have you covered because right now you can get a 2024 chevy silverado 1500 brand new no miles on it just brand new for you for 1.9 percent apr or 2500 total cash allowance and that's happening right now. And they got the inventory on that. Also, the Chevy Equinox, if you want your little SUV where you can have more space for people to, to get into. It's a great vehicle and one of their best sellers. Also, brand new 2024, well-qualified buyers, 1.9% APR or $1,000 total cash allowance. And again, they have the inventory. That's the important thing because if you're going to go over there, you don't want to hear about all these great deals and you walk in and they're like, hey, sorry, we don't have any of these vehicles. No, they're going to have them for you, and they're going to get you taken care of. So go check them out today. Guatney Chevrolet right there off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville at 1301 TP White Drive. It's Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer for a reason because they have the number one sales team that will get you in the vehicle that you want and that you can afford. So check them out today. You can also shop them online at guatneychevrolet.com. No matter what it is when it comes to your vehicle needs, do it with Guatney Chevrolet and guatneychevrolet.com today. Again, it's a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. We'll have Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports joining us here in about 10 to 15 minutes and talk to him about some college and NBA. Uh, A lot of basketball going on right now. As we know, getting to the mid-December, kind of where everything's at, and especially with uh, college basketball, a lot of these, if you want to call them upsets, call them upsets, but uh, a lot of these uh, mid-major buy games, uh, upsetting a lot of different high-quality, highly-ranked teams, more so this year than they have before. And so we're going to talk to him about maybe some of the reasons why that is the case. But uh, we have be, we'll, we'll have your Razor Hog update here in just a little bit, too. But uh, I have, we had this text from our Sun Structural Solutions text line from the 501. says, I've been a lifetime Patriots fan since the 80s. I remember the 85 Chicago Bears destroying us 46-10 to 10 in the Super Bowl. I despise the Baltimore Ravens. Indianapolis, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. However, Joe Flacco in the 2013 postseason was unstoppable. His touchdown-interception ratio that postseason is still a record to this day, so can't take that away from the guy. He came out and just punched the 49ers in the mouth in the Super Bowl, making it a 28-7 game in the second quarter before the lights went out for over an hour. Yeah, he played really well during that postseason. That earned him a big money contract, and uh, things kind of went downhill from there. But he earned it on the field. Mm-hmm. He sure did. See, I just have a different view because he was like the Jets quarterback that uh, was further along in his career and it's kind of the off-and-on guy. And whenever they had their high draft pick, whether it's Darnold or Zach Wilson, it's like, ah, just get Joe Flacco in. I uh, was just never able to replicate that. But, again, it goes by system. It goes by style, culture and fit for where you're at, and you can't take that away from him. He definitely has a Super Bowl ring, and he earned that Super Bowl ring in that postseason, too. All right, so we just got a few minutes before we take a top there update, so let's jump into your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! Oh, This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog Update, Razorback Basketball taking on Oklahoma uh, this Saturday in Tulsa. And here's what Muss had to say about them being 8-0 and a high-quality team. I knew they were going to be good. I, I thought their transfers they got were were really good players, and I thought their returners were, were really good players. And I know he's a he's an, an awesome coach, so yeah, that's a recipe to have a good team. Obviously, an undefeated team and a ranked team, it's a, uh, it's a game that you got to bring your A game to, to compete with Oklahoma. One of the things that Arkansas has been doing really well has been three-point shooting. Muss has been impressed, but... Feels like it needs to be better, too. Yeah, I mean, I think certainly we're going to, I would hope that we're going to even shoot better than we have. You know, Davenport's a guy that we see it every day in practice. I mean, 
you know, he should he should have a higher percentage than he does. I mean, Debo Davis last year in SEC play was 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 you know incredible from three point range, and and I think he'll he'll shoot a higher percentage, um, just like he did last year as the season progresses. And then the other guys have done a good, you know, T. Mark is such an underrated three-point shooter. I mean, you know, people want to back off and thank you, you know, and then if, if you're proud of him, he's got a quick first step as well. And, and obviously we've, we've discussed battle. Um, and then L. Ellis is going to, I mean, I think we have three guys on our roster that's career-wise are much, much better three-point shooters than what they've shot uh, in a small sample size thus far, those being Devo Davis, L. Ellis, and and Davenport, I think all those guys. But Brazil, as good a pick and pop player as as there is in the country right now, as far as somebody at his size, battle shooting at a high level, and and we certainly like the fact that you know we're also one of the best free throw attempt teams, um, in, you know, in the country as well. So if you can mix up three point shooting with dribble drive. Um, attacks to the rim. I think that you know that's a that's that's a positive for us, and certainly we have to get a lot lot better defensively. Razorback football also had some new transfer portal additions, where you have Bryce Stevens, who's officially entered into the transfer portal, uh, and then of course Landon Jackson was announcing that he is coming back for another year. So there you have it. There's your Razorback update presented by True Service. Take a top of the hour update when we come back. Hear from Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports. A little basketball talk with him. You won't want to miss. It, so stay tuned. You're on out of bounds. Hey everyone, this is James from Jones Brothers Pool Tables. We're stocked up and ready to help you with any of your game room needs for the holidays. Come visit Arkansas's largest game room store. Jones Brothers Showroom has over 25 pool tables and 8 shuffleboards on display. We also have air hockey, ping pong, foosball, darts, game room furniture, and all the supplies you'll ever need. Come visit us at 309 West Broadway in North Little Rock across from Dickey Stevens or check us out on the web, jonesbrospooltables.com. Family owned and proudly serving Arkansas since 1929. 